This podcast is brought to you by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host the Old Man's Podcast here Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start recording and publishing your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Head on over to Podbean at www.podbean.com and use the code PODCAST21. That's all capitalized, PODCAST21, for your first 30 days of podcast hosting for free. Check them out. Bienvenidos al Old Man's Podcast, el podcast del viejo. Nos puedes escuchar en la app de Podbean Podcast, en Apple y Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music y muchos otros lugares. Si nos quieres escuchar en vivo, nuestro show se transmite de lunes a viernes a las 8 a.m. Tiempo del Centro. It's a good day for a great day. Hi, I'm Annabelle and you're listening to the Old Man's Podcast on Podbean. Later, Gator. Hello, everybody. Welcome aboard. It is Tuesday, January 16th, and you've got the Old Man's Podcast with Larry Kirk and the Navigator, and I'm the Old Man. Welcome, everybody. Good to see everybody. Glad you're here. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening around the world. You guys are awesome. Today is Tuesday, Amber May Day. She is our navigator for today. Uh -huh. And there she is. I see her. She's there. I see her, Eric. She's already I here. Know I, I know her. I know her. I know. Well, you got Amber. You Just got like Santa. You got Shelby. You got Russ and, and Oz. You've got J-Baby and Cindy. And, um, I know. You got GJRB2. Um, don't know if I missed anybody else. Um, well, welcome. You know, because I mean... Talk about filling up the live show this morning. Yeah, buddy. Eric, how you doing, man? You sound pretty chipper this morning. <laughs> well, I know we're supposed to get a get some dangerously cold weather tonight, but it's not going to be 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 a deep freeze. It will probably be in the mid teens. But I think Russ is going to get the same cold snap too. Cold snap. I like that word. I like that word. I like that term. Cold snap. Hey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got Russ up on the panel. How you doing, Russ? What's going on, buddy? I'm doing, um, good, man. No, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good, man. There he is. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Shelby. Hey, we got Morning. Shelby. Morning, yeah, it's Shelby. Gonna be 18 tonight. Morning, Norland. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah it'll be yeah. down in the low 20s for the rest of the week at, at night, overnight. Well, but... when it comes to having dangerously cold weather like this, we want to remind people of, like, the four P's. Pipes, pets, plants, and people. Yeah. And power, gotta have power. <laughs> that'd be the that'd be the fifth one. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. J baby, it's good to see you in the chat this morning. Aren't you driving home today? Are you, are you driving home today? I'm just wondering. Uh, she is in Oklahoma. And, uh, she's on her way home to Colorado now. She says. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, you be safe driving around out there. Be safe. Be careful. Pay attention. Uh, Ozman, good to see you. Uh, Cindy, hi. Uh, uh, GJRB2. Sounds like one of those robots from... Uh, uh, What's with your Star Wars? Hey, Britt, good to see you. Welcome, everybody. Ah, man. Hey, today is National Nothing Day. Hi, Spanky. National Nothing Day. That is today. Hey, Spankster. Today is National Nothing Day, so that's what I'm doing. Nothing. Are you so happy, Grammy? You old man. Oh, Amber, you don't know how happy I am. You don't know how happy I am. We just, uh, so she got home Sunday. Oh, no, she got home Saturday. Yeah, she got home Saturday. And then uh, Sunday, we just uh, chilled. We just chilled. We just sit there. And I just, I was staring at her. I just kept staring at her. And she goes, you're what are you looking here. at? You're really here. Yeah. What are you staring at me for? Stop it. Well, I haven't seen you for a month. I'm staring at her. You get Nothing. all creepy and you stare at her while she's sleeping. and. <laughs> <laughs> but you're really here, Grammy. <laughs> yeah, it's Aww. funny. I'm glad I you guys are back together. That's wonderful news. I kept reaching out and touching her, you know, <laughs> tapping on her and that kind of stuff, making sure she was still there, you know. Am I dreaming? Am I dreaming? And uh, that used to be a tagline on a phone company. Reach out and touch someone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh and uh the house has been back uh, back to being its normal loud south. Loud self, you know, I'm loud and I mean, she's there and I keep falling around and bugging her, you know, <laughs> she's going, man, maybe I came back too early. No, That's no, you fantastic. didn't. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, she's happy. She's glad she's home. She's glad you're home. She's, uh, There's she's- nothing like being at home. I mean, it's fun to be away, but really, once you're back, it feels good to be in your own place, in your own bed. Uh, it, there's nothing like it. I tell you what, Amber, that's so true. That is so true. I mean, uh, you know, uh, you, you taking trips, go wherever you want. It can be the nicest, nicest trip, you know, going to the nicest places and that. But but it, when it comes time to go home and you walk in your door, the door of your own house, you know, it's just it's just feels good. You know, I'm home. Yeah. You know, and uh, like you said, uh, sitting in your own chair, you know, uh, sleeping in your own bed, you know, yeah, it, it's it, it feels good. It really does. Uh-huh. Now I haven't been I haven't been gone, but I tell you that you know, uh, well, there's only the two of us, so that's like fifty percent of that's of right. uh, the stuff here is gone. You know, like and- if Philip was gone for a month, I think I'd feel the same way you did with Grammy. I'm well, you got. Would. You got the kids, though. You got the kids to help you get through it. Yeah, you know. that's true, too. It makes it you go know. a little bit faster. They are distracting. We got yeah, things but, to do, people to see, places to go. Yeah, you know, they keep but you busy. still, I mean, that's I could cool. relate that, you know, you would, you'd be, you couldn't wait till your spouse came home. Yeah, because you don't realize the little quiet times that you and Philip have until he's not there. Right. You know, and then it's like, man, you know, uh, you know, the kids are uh, settling in, going to bed and that, and you're sitting there going, dang where's my man you know yeah (laughs) Uh, i know yeah that's how you feel it yeah well oh man i did something really historical i like at least i felt like i did something historical this weekend Um, nice what was it tell us so here in maricopa county um 
a bunch of us want to do one day paper ballot hand count only in precinct. Level. Oh, I saw, I saw what you posted. Oh, yeah. but go ahead. Go ahead. Um, our, they did that in Mojave County, which is just east of us. It's basically on the border of California, Mojave County for people who don't know Arizona very well. And um, our attorney general went after Mojave County and threatened them with uh, um, going to court and prison and all that because they were doing the hand count one day paper belt only. And, and I don't know why, like, it doesn't make sense. Well, I know why we both, we know why they're doing it, but uh, there's nothing on the books that say that you have to use machines. It's an option. You don't have sure. to. In fact, the resolutions that was just passed by both house and Senate said that if there is any equipment that is used out of the country, then the machines are dual and void because they want nationals. It's a, if, if the DOJ can do that and have no, no, uh, parts from a machine that's made outside the country for national security, then we should do that for our elections. Cause that isn't a matter of national security. We're electing people to represent us worldwide. So, um, and every year in January, we have, as precinct committeemen, we get together and it's a mandatory meeting and we vote on our board, we vote on bylaws, we vote on resolutions. So we have three different elections that we run. So what we did was we were going to show the world and we had a film crew there that was there filming us, show the world that yes, you can do hand count only paper ballot one day voting and do it efficiently do it with redundancy, do it with keeping chain of custody, and you can have results the same day. So the first round of ballots that we did was for our board, and within one hour, we processed 2,500 votes. Oh, the yeah. Second, I mean, it, the, the thing second, is... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, the thing is, is, I mean, what did they... Uh, up to... Uh, I mean, they, they've always... I mean, what did they used to do? Hand count. I mean, it's, that's what they used to do. But they're trying to tell us our board of supervisors, our attorney general, they're trying to tell us we can't do it. That machines are faster. If anyone watches the elections for Maricopa County, it takes weeks. Are there ballots leave the, the, the county and they go to a private company called Runbeck and Runbeck then tabulates our votes. So it leaves the property of county officials who are the ones supposed to be overseeing the elections. So Wasn't this, uh, uh, I mean, they say that, that it's faster. Well, they, it's because it's faster. It's not. Didn't they just prolong all the counties yes. on the last elections? Yes. I mean, how I just talked to Abe Hamaday, who ran for attorney general, and there are still ballots that have not been counted, and his election was 200 votes different, and they still haven't counted all the ballots, yeah. and they're not going to. So, well, that sounds... So, that sounds- Seems to me like a crime has been committed in Arizona. It is. You're right. It's called election interference. So that's why what we did was so important because we had three rounds of ballots. So we totaled approximately more or less, give or take, about 7,000 votes. And we were able to count that much in a total of three hours. So that is a model. We have a perfect working model on paper and we played it out in reality and it was filmed. And this film crew is going to send our video across America to show that it can be done. We modeled it. We had chain of custody the entire time. Cameras were on the ballots the entire time. Cameras were on our table the entire time. We have a date stamp to timed and under UV lights, we used real election paper. So 
I, I just felt like I did something that was pretty powerful. Yeah. For, yeah, we, there's that. no argument now that can be made against what we did. Oh, contraire. Well, yes, there's, they can. They're still going to argue. Is, they'll argue about it. Yeah, but see, but see, the butterflies were flying weird that day. And I know you can't do it because of the way the butterflies were flying. I uh, they come up with the stupidest excuses. But, we have, I know that's but we've proved our point now. Is my And we have yeah, big exactly. So I just, yeah. I felt like I did something important this week. You did. You did. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a round of applause right now, Amber. A round of applause. <sighs> who's, who's him Han? Who's him Han on the mic? Uh, nah, nah. Who's that? Who's clearing her throat? Uh, yeah, that's uh, you know, I'm it's it's just stupid. I mean, it is just so stupid. I saw this one thing, Amber. You're gonna appreciate this, where so they were shame. talking. This guy was talking uh, to this lady, and he says, "So what? Well, you know, so you think uh, voter IDs uh, are are." You know, requiring somebody to have an ID to vote is racist. Yeah, yeah, we shouldn't have any kind of voter ID. We shouldn't have any I anything like that. You know, we shouldn't have any kind of voter ID because you know people, you know, they they don't have IDs and everything, and uh, you know, it's just bad. Hey, Black Dragon, no ID, no ID, no ID. Bad, 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 bad. And the guy goes, how? Uh, so how? Uh, how was your flight when you came here to, to today? When you got to come for the interview? Oh, it was a pretty good flight. And that, you know, he goes, yeah. Did you show ID getting on the plane? <laughs> Boy, he, <laughs> Bingo. He shut her up fast, man. In everything we do, we have to show ID. Everything. everything. He just shut that door hard, man. Just shut that door yep. hard. It is so funny. It, it is so ridiculous. It's all about trying to control us, Amber. Trying to control us. Yes. That's what it's all about. But no, I saw that thing. I saw that the little video, the thing you posted. I thought that was really interesting. So there you go. Yeah, it was good. So yeah. I, don't know, I felt really cool to be a part of that. Um, so hey, yeah. what do you miss about what do you miss about being a kid? What do, what do you miss, Amber? What do you miss about being a kid? Russ, uh, Eric, I miss, Shelby. I miss being able oh, to just have fun and not worry about problems like. You don't realize how good you have it as a kid where your parents have to deal with all the problems and all you're responsible for is, can I play today with my friends? Like, I miss yeah. that. Right. <laughs> Spanky, says, Spanky says candy cigarettes. Yeah, buddy. We used to have candy cigarettes. We used to, well, around. We used to spread around the house with the little candy cigarettes in our hands, yeah, holding them like our parents when they were smoking. Yeah, nah, yeah. Nah, nah, acting like we're smoking. That's crazy. That's crazy stuff. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that this morning, Amber, and I agree with you. I, I was missing uh, just the simple, just the simple things in life. So, what speaking a- of like the ice cream man, my husband said he used to <clears throat> buy stink bombs from the ice cream man. Wait, 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 wait! What did he used to buy? Stink bombs from the ice cream man. You mean <laughs> regular, and, like fire, yeah. regular firecracker stink no, bombs? No, stink bombs, like no. Stink- and I'm saying it. Yeah, you light them and they go up and they lay it out. They. I don't know that. Yeah, those are smoke bombs. Stink bombs come in little glass vials. Yes, that's the ones. And you throw them down and they smell like eggs. Oh, my God. So in my freshman year of um, chemistry class, I had to sit right in front of these two boys that constantly throughout the school year would get those stink bombs and just burst out of the class. And they're giggling right behind me the whole time. We're all like 
we're all dying because it smells so bad. And the teacher was such a pro. He just did not let that even face him. One iota. He keeps on with chemistry. And I'm like dying because I'm right next to it with the guys in the back. Like I could have killed them. But it was like throughout the year, every so often, we'd get those stink bombs. I don't think I've ever uh, seen her or, or held a stink bomb in my head. I wish I never did. But yeah, chemistry class freshman year. Huh. Yeah. And then and then my husband bought some for my kids. I was he like, stink oh, bomb for the kids? Yes. I couldn't believe it. Because <laughs> he had such great memories of stink bombs as a kid from the ice cream man. So Man, that's my type of dad right there, baby. <laughs> yeah. Fritz Height. So... Fritz Height. I grew up with Fritz Height, the Height brothers. And their dad, uh, Mr. Height, I don't know Mr. Height's, never knew Mr. Height's first name. He was just always Mr. Height. He was a border patrolman. And um, he'd always come home, and uh, every now and then he'd just give us all a big old bag of firecrackers that they confiscated at the border, you know. And, I mean, it was a blast. So, yeah, parents, uh, dads, especially dads, you know. Hey, here, guys, here. Hey, be careful. Don't lose any fingers. You know, he had in his, you know, firecrackers. Black cats, M80s, you know, all that stuff. I mean, it was a blast. It was uh, literally a blast. Hi, Black Dragons. Good to have you. Yeah. Dads. Got to love them. Moms are all, oh, yeah. I, I remember one time at the at the, at the Heights house, that they had like uh, four, three or four boys and a, a girl or two girls. I don't know. But anyway, they always had to do their chores, Saturday morning, do their chores. And one of the chores was uh, someone uh, had to clean the big uh, Arcadia, uh, the big glass door in the you know going outside in the backyard and it was donnie it was their middle middle sons <clears throat> donnie he was like uh, a couple of years ahead of us in school and uh it was him his turn to clean the window <clears throat> and his their mom mrs height she was just like she was like the tv moms that you'd see you know like mrs cleaver you know the miss the you know uh, mother knows, uh, father knows best mom, you know, the Mrs. Partridge. She was just a little sweet lady, you know. Come on, boys. Come on, Donnie. Kind of do the windows. Come on. I ain't doing the windows. I'm Marley. Now, now, Donnie, come on. You know, it's your turn to clean the windows. Do the windows. I ain't doing the windows. I'm, I'm old enough now. Let the kids, let the younger kids do it. I ain't doing no dang windows. And, <laughs> and Mr. Height comes out from the back. <laughs> and he he was he was big compared to his boys. And he goes, Hey, what's going on out here? Oh, Donnie doesn't want to clue the windows. Donnie, do the windows. I ain't doing the windows. I'm tired. You know what? I'm tired of you bossing me around all the time. And he goes, Excuse me? And we're all there, the neighbor kids. We're all there watching this come down, you know. He goes, Excuse me? Nah, yeah, I'm old enough now. I don't want it. And all of a sudden, Mr. Hyde just boom. Hi, he just hi, Roy. He just he just punches Donnie Dude. right, you know, right in the chest, bangs him up against, he falls up against the wall, falls down on the ground, and he's sitting there crumpled up at the wall. And uh, and then and then Mr. Height, he just reaches down with one hand, snatches Donnie up by the collar. And you know how in the olden cartoons, you know, that somebody get flattened, you pick them up and shake them, and they're they're back to being normal. That's what he did with he just picks Donnie up and whoo, shakes him and stands him on his feet and goes, come on now, son. Go clean those windows. Last okay, time just... he back talks to his mom. 
Okay, okay, Dad. That's how he back talks to his dad. Kids don't have respect for parents anymore. No, and I remember, I remember, uh, I remember Mr. Height looking at us and all going, "I never thought I'd see the day that one of my boys would square up with me. That was kind of fun." Who's next? And we were all going, uh -huh. "Oh, we wanted to get out of the house," you know. Uh -huh. We were playing. Mr. Height worked. Uh, one time he worked a uh, graveyard, you know, so he's sleeping during the day. And we're a bunch of little grade school kids running around playing army outside in the yard, you know, making the gun noises and the bombs bursting and yelling and screaming and, and all this and that. And now and instead of opening the window and saying, hey, you guys knock it off out there, Mr. Height punches the window and breaks it, you know, with a big bang and, you know, scares us all to death. Then he yells at it at the top of his voice. You all get out of here and go home, you know. And, and it was like. Man. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mr. Height was so cool. He was so cool. Black Dragon, uh, Black Dragon Radio. I played with my G.I. Joes back then. Yeah, yeah. We had uh yeah, we had G.I. Joes. But Black Dragon, did you have the G.I. Joe? Did you have the original G.I. Joe? Like me and my brother, we had the original G.I. Joe that was the size of a Ken doll. I mean, he was like one of those 12-inch dolls. I mean, he was big. Ken G.I. Joe was big. And uh yeah, yeah. 80s G.I. Joe. Oh, so you had the little guys. You had the little G.I. Joes. Now nah, we had the big full, we had the big full size G.I. Joes, you know. And uh it was just basically <laughs> I had the G.I. Joe train set, Nub Spanky says. Yeah, I mean, you could buy, I mean, those little army guys, those little plastic army guys, man, we would we would spend hours and hours and hours playing with those things. I mean, we'd oh, set up yeah. The living room would set up like a battlefield, you know, and we're fighting with each other and, you know, throwing marbles like bombs, uh, blowing everybody's army up and this and that. And and uh, uh, I remember, I remember I must have been, I must have been 12, I guess, 12 or 13 or something like that. And I, I, I was cleaning in there out the room and I dug out this big old box and full of, it was full of all those little plastic army guys. And I remember thinking, man, you know, I haven't, I haven't played with these things for years, you know. So I sat, I oh, I dumped them all out, and I'm sitting there looking at them and going, "Yep, that's gone. I ain't gonna sit here and play with these things anymore. <laughs> it's just gone." The, the the sitting around playing with those things, but uh, yeah, Amber, that was the things I missed growing up as a kid, as uh, as goofing around and just being living basically a carefree life. You just get up, you goof around, you do whatever you want, get your chores done, and you got the days yours. You know that's what I mean. What about you, Russ? What do you miss about being a kid? Uh, not having to cook my own meals all the time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Not having to cook. Not having to cook. Not having to pay bills. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'd just come in and you just everything would be set up and eaten and all that. I know I miss the uh, the times your mom would cook and all right, it's time for dinner and you go. And it's all sitting out on the table and all that stuff. Yeah. What about you, Shelby? What do you miss about being a kid? Everything. I mean, gosh, I didn't have to pay bills. I didn't have to worry about you know what's going to be the menu for the next day. Uh, you know, I mean, everything. <laughs> Yeah, you know, <clears throat> I was thinking that's one thing about, uh, you know, uh, you poor girls. I mean, you know, you uh, you you grow up and then, uh, you know, you get out of school. Next thing you know, you're spending the rest of your life figuring out what you're going to make for dinner. 
That is probably my most annoying question of the day. Like, what am I making for dinner? I, I hate that question. Right, and then you ask I, everybody, hey, what would you like? I don't care. I don't know. Yeah. I don't care. I don't it don't know. matter. I don't know. Well, I can't I find any of that in my freezer. You got to be more specific. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I do miss that part where I never had to worry about what's for dinner. My mom took care of it, so... Now I'm the mom. I have to worry about it, and I get annoyed because I'm like, I'm tired of coming up with ideas. Right. I will tell you this, Shelby. <clears throat> I made great sloppy joes, homemade, not the sandwich oh. stuff. It was delicious. It was so good, and the whole family loved it. So I got to repeat oh, that wow. again. Yeah. yeah. Are you making homemade? You need to send me the. Uh... The uh, recipe for homemade because we, you know, usually get the can. Yeah, the homemade one is so much better. Oh my god, so much better. Um, so much flavor. It, it made the house smell amazing. So yeah. Um, I, I remember a commercial like from twenty years ago about about fam families, you know, needing to sit at the dinner type table, and it featured <clears throat> then President George W. Bush and his mother Barbara Bush and. And, and George W. Bush made, made the insulting comment about his mom's cooking and his mom's clapback was not a nice thing to say about your mother, even if you are the president of, of the United States. But, but he did. Uh, but he did. But she did, of course, concur that that that, you know, sitting together at the fam at the dinner table, you know, creating family memories is the best thing that families can do, even if you're not a great cook. Oh, well, Shelby, I, I know you have my phone number, and I forgot to save your phone number. If you could text me your phone number today, I'll send you the recipe. It was not hard to make. It was easy. It smelled really delicious and tasted amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, I can do it. You yeah. know what I like doing with uh, Sloppy Joe is I like... welcome. I, of course, you know the typical, you put it on an open face bun, you know, and that. Yeah. But I like... I like Dumping it in a bowl on top of tater tots. Oh, that oh, would be amazing. What yeah. a great idea, old man. Yeah. That's yeah. a fantastic idea. Put it on tater tots. If Put you're not little... worried about like your waistline, that's amazing. That would taste yeah. delicious. Yeah. And if you don't have any tater tots, use Fritos, Amber. Use yeah, Fritos. Yeah, that's even better. Oh, yeah. I do that yeah. with tacos. Like I'll make a taco salad, and we'll use Fritos, and then we'll just layer on the the, the taco stuff, like the taco meat and the, the the lettuce and tomato and sour cream, all that, and I call it a taco salad, and we have it in a bowl. So now, yeah, you know, I use Fritos for that. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna have tacos, you're gonna make or buy tacos, and you're gonna eat tacos. Also, have have flour tortillas there too. And I'll tell you why, Amber. You put it down a flour tortilla like a, uh, <coughs> excuse me, like one of those placemats. You use a flour yeah. tortilla like a placemat. And then you're eating your tacos. You know how tacos always break apart and fall yeah. and, uh -huh. and all that. Well, now you got it. Now you, now it's on a tortilla. Now you just roll up your tortilla. Now you got a burrito. Great idea. Yeah, Great baby. Idea. Yeah. Well, you I know, like fat, you know, Amber, fat guys, we fat guys, we have all the good food, uh, good food ideas right here. I it's mean, true. You know, it's true. yeah, yeah. Hey, T Bone, good to see you, buddy. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, 
It sounds I'm like ready. the Hodge twins. I don't know if you've ever seen the Hodge twins. That's how they start their show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I think that's where I picked that up. I used to watch those guys all the time. I yeah. love those guys. They're hilarious. Yeah. yeah. They'd look at each other and do that. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're on a show with Stephen Crowder. I love Stephen Crowder. I don't know if you guys know who he is, but he's a comedian too, and he does a great podcast. And, hey, now they're and twins, I think right? once a week they're on his show. They're twins, right? Yeah, they're twins. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're good guys. They're I like they're them. So good, funny. Who is there? Yeah. Oh, but oh, they got a they got a beard oil out. The Hodge brothers have a beard yeah. oil. Uh-huh. Yeah, huh. they do. And they're good looking men too. The Hodge twins. Oh, Amber, come on. <laughs> Uh, how far? How far are we in the show? Twenty-eight minutes. Well, you made it twenty-eight okay, minutes. Okay, so here's a funny thing. Here's a funny thing. So at the precinct committee meeting, right, Maricopa yeah. County, we're trying to get our credentials, and and one of the guys in the line was like, "Why is that guy just standing there behind the table? How come he's not doing anything?" I said, "Because he's the eye candy," and that made everyone just bust out laughing. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, oh, I thought Osman was on the line. I thought Osman. I thought he was. He did a great job on Russia's show. I shared that show everywhere. We did a conspiracy theory on the Cabbage Patch, um, the Cabbage Patch dolls. Um, we did a whole show, and Oz did it. He was phenomenal in it. And, you know, um, whether you believe the conspiracy or not, it's up to you. But even if you don't, I think there's always truth behind every conspiracy. There, you know. Yeah, but and it was fascinating the things he was teaching us and brought up and uh it was such a good show it and you can down did he drop out yeah he did said he, he hit the out? button by mistake you can buy you can download that show uh download download that oh show. yeah oh yeah he i mean south house blew out of the park and it was a great show it's on it's on outside of normal so anyone can go to the rest of the show and download i think we did it on friday and then yeah. there's going to be a really good one coming up again this coming Friday. But last Friday, Russ and Oz did one on Day of K, which was really, really good, too. So, I mean, Oz is phenomenal with this thing. Oz is a smart guy. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to pump you up too much, Oz, but you are a smart I, guy. I will. I'll pump you up a lot, Oz. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> My love language is the words of affirmation, so... <laughs> Your love language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's okay. hilarious. That's hilarious. Uh, good times. Good times. I watched this video of these two girls. Uh, they were, uh, I wouldn't say they're, uh, maybe they're must, they must be like uh, late, late teens, probably more early 20s. And they're going to film this video of them eating a California Reaper chip. Uh, we're going to eat this California Reaper chip. Yay, it's the hottest chip in the world. Hey, and they both had a chip in their hand. They're filming it. They go, okay, it's here we go. Carol- it's a Carolina Reaper, not a California. Oh, did I say California? Carolina Reaper. Sorry, man. Car- yeah, Car- I wouldn't Carolina. have known. I've yeah, never I, heard of it. In my, mind, I said Cal- in my mind, I said Carolina. Huh, interesting. Uh, but anyway, thanks, Russ. Uh, but they, they, oh, man, I mean, and they just took a bite. And they, they never they never did get to the point of swallowing it. They took it, chop, chomp, chop, spitting it out. And uh man, it it affected this one girl really bad, man. She's, did she break out in like a rash? Uh I don't know if she freaked out in a rash, but the video ended, uh, the minute long video ended with her in bed and she looks terrible. She just looks terrible. Ooh. 
And the guy filming it goes, are you okay? And she goes, I'm okay. You know, I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, I bet that would clear your sinuses. It would, totally. Black Dragon said they're not that hot. You're just able to eat spicy crap. They're pretty hot. Um, It definitely is the hottest pepper in the world. I tell you what, yeah, I mean, people, if you're going to do that stuff, and they, they, did, they didn't, they obviously did no no research at all because they didn't have, all they had to drink was, water's the worst thing you can drink. Water's the worst thing you can drink. Yeah, you know, it activates it. Reactivates yeah, and it just it. gets it all down in your system and everything, you know, yeah. so they didn't do any hey, research. Or what am I going to eat? What am I, What can I drink if this is too hot? What can I drink to try to defuse this whole thing? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I heard they water, say they I say just... drink milk. If you drink milk, it kind of like dampens the spices in your uh-huh. mouth, but oh. it will hit your stomach and make you throw everything up. So you don't. Oh really? Do that I heard. Oh. <laughs> Abrid says alcohol. Alcohol. There you go. <laughs> well, I'm, I remember like yeah, last if year. You, if you're trying to get rid of the spicy taste out of your mouth, uh, just take a spoonful of peanut butter. I'm just or bread. Good. I think. I think bread or peanut butter. Yeah. Go ahead, Eric. I remember like last year when Stephen Bob from the the Potluck Podcast did that one chip challenge. And and I and I even told him about the time that cracks when when she was doing the Talking Corner podcast here on Podbean, which she turned into Exotics Radio, and and when she got five hundred followers, she she like was like eating chips for each follower she was gaining, and and dipping it in like hot sauce and drinking milk and, and just in agony and, and 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 I loved how she just um, drove Elgato crazy for doing that. Yeah, she should never do that again. But hey, uh, Russ, I I heard and read somewhere that it was like orange juice helps the acidity. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah orange juice will help. The no, bread don't help anything. It really <laughs> don't. Bread won't help you with anything. It just no. It it, it don't absorb it like you think it would. Uh, maybe if you're eating like biscuits, maybe. But just like a piece of bread ain't gonna do it. Um, you need something that you need something that will coat your mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or balance out the. That's acid why maybe orange or orange juice might work. Yeah, at least that coat. Yeah. Oh, oh man, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to cut out early today. I have a recording at nine, so I could stay on a little bit longer. But I have to be on an interview at, at nine o'clock. Guys, all right. Joking about alcohol, like that's a for real thing. It neutralizes the capsin in the spiciness. What is alcohol? That, yeah. yeah. That I was think a somebody, joke. I think I think somebody that was drunk came up with that. No, look it up. It's a real thing. I feel like when I hear that spicy mix with alcohol, I hear the cartoon that blows out fire out of their mouth. Like, that's what I see when I hear that combo. So I wonder, Abrin, I mean, so that that makes me ask the question, you know, uh, well, with both this, all this stuff, what if you drink any of that stuff first and then eat eat the, the pepper? I mean, you know, I mean, uh, wouldn't that help? I mean, if you fill your stomach with that stuff first, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I stay away from stuff. Yeah, it wouldn't help your mouth. Ma- it wouldn't help your mouth and your throat. And that's what I, that's the only thing that would uh, make me not want to do that is because alcohol can burn the crap out of the back of your throat too. You know, 
Like, last thing you want is your mouth. The last thing you'd want is your mouth to be completely on fire, and then follow that up with burning your throat out with vodka. Yeah. Well, she well she brings out an interesting point. She says there may be a, that there may be a reason tequila and Mexican food go so well together. Studies have shown alcohol with more than five percent ethanol because the water uh, sucks and can uh, neutralize. <laughs> that's why that's why that's tequila it. and Mexican food go good together because the water down there sucks. Tequila goes with everything down there. I think it's. Uh, I think you got a. I think you got something there, Abrit. I really do. I think there's. Uh, I think there's something there for that, yeah, yeah. Well, I, if I anyone tries and wants to report, come back to the old man show. And uh, no, I'm, I, I can see what she's saying. It's like a chemical yeah. reaction that breaks down right. the spice in the, you know, and that makes sense. It's just well, Amber, I think you should burn on the way down. Uh, Amber, I think you should do it. You, you, no, you do I it. can't handle spice. <clears throat> Since I got pregnant with Philip, I can't uh -huh. even barely handle ketchup. Wow. I, really? I yeah, it changed. It really changed me. I used to be able to eat salsa, ketchup, stuff like that. Uh -huh. Nope, not anymore. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's it's really crazy. I I, I cry, like I, I tear up and start crying because it hurts so bad. Ketchup, really? That's interesting. Well, I don't get to that point with ketchup, but it's spicy to me. Ketchup's spicy. Right. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't mind spicy so stuff, but I don't, I don't want to, I, I don't want to eat something that's going to make the top of my head blow up. Yeah. I tell you, uh, speaking of my top of my head blowing up, you know what I really like? I really like horseradish. I oh love yes, especially on roast beef. Oh <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, too much Dude, horseradish been, uh, makes the top of your head blow up. Go ahead. Here Russell. lately, I've been eating a uh, A one sauce mixed with Taco Bell's uh, creamy sriracha sauce they sell. Really? Wow. I've been eating it on chicken, pork chops, beef, everything. It's, uh -huh. It is good, man. They they work well together. Now, see, sriracha sauce. That's the stuff I was trying to tell me <laughs> When Adriana, my friend Roberto's wife, sent me those tamales, she sent me a jar of homemade sriracha sauce. That's what it was. Oh, wow. Her homemade sriracha sauce. And it was so good. I mean. I bet it was and, extra spicy, too. Uh, yeah, it, it it was, and it 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 uh, it was just so good. And um, sriracha sauce at the grocery store. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, get that and yeah, get that and mix that with some A one. No, get sriracha sauce, mix that with some A one, and put it on anything. I promise you, it is amazing. That would amazing. taste good. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that kind of sauce, you know. And that's what I did with her with her homemade sauce. I had a her homemade sauce. I, I had a little bit left, and I wanted to munch on some corn, some uh, tortilla chips, you know. I wanted to munch on some of those, so I I took what what she had left, what I had left, and I mixed it with ranch. So I had Ooh. a sriracha ranch dip. Oh, I bet that oh, would be good. That was that so good. Delicious. Yeah, that was that was really good. But um, yeah, that uh, that super hot stuff, you know, I that stay away from that stuff, man. I mean, I had just a, I had just a few molecules of a uh, uh, Trinidad scorpion pepper that I that I grew, and it just you know burnt burnt my head off. My 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 head on my body looked like a the burnt thing of a match. You oh, know? Whoa. So yeah, I like, yeah, I like scorpion peppers. Like I like hot sauce made with scorpion peppers. You do. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Can you tolerate uh, really the good. heat, Russ. 
Yeah. Well, and uh, it's right. You're right because uh, I gave I gave a couple of those to Adriana, and she made me some salsa with it. You know, she made me some salsa with it, and um, I mean, it was some of the hottest salsa I ever ate. But it tasted so good, and you couldn't stop eating it. I mean, it was just so good. Uh, but uh, it wasn't like you're munching on a raw scorpion, you know. Uh, but uh, it, you could tell it was in there, and it was so good. Yeah, I like that stuff. I really do. Uh, I'm home thawing yeah. out and drinking pet. I don't. I don't suggest <laughs> munching on raw scorpion. No, no. Uh, April says she's home drinking, uh, thawing out, drinking Pepsi. Have you? Has anybody ever? Or do you ever remember <laughs> when? I don't know if, look, look, if it was Pepsi or. Pepsi. That's funny. Shelby's been trying to get a Pepsi since yesterday. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, but you ever remember seeing? Uh, uh, maybe you're all are too uh, too young to remember, but I vaguely remember seeing a commercial where it was either Pepsi or Coke they were talking about during the winter time. Uh, uh, he drinking it hot, drinking it warm, uh, not not warm but hot, a hot Coke. You know, you heating it up, heating it up and drinking yeah. it. Yeah. Have you ever heard about that? Have you ever, yeah. th have you ever thought about doing? It? Have you thought about doing that with a Pepsi, Avery? Heating it up? No. No, either of I. I don't no. even like it when it's room temperatured. You gotta have it ice cold. Hi, George. Yeah, it's yep. gotta be ice cold. Hmm. Well, that's the one thing. Uh, I, that's the one thing I would, couldn't figure out when they were doing the commercials. See, Black Dragon says I remember those come, uh, 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 come a cola Christmas uh, commercials. I I remember <laughs> those. Uh, probably Coca -Cola. kind kind of cola. Yeah. <coughs> Oh, Miss Dixie says it's Dr. Pepper. It was uh, Dr. Pepper. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that, yeah, too. 10, 2, and 4. Dr. Pepper, 10, 2, and 4. Yeah. That's it. Dr. Pepper's not a bad drink. Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Uh, Paul G says flavors. he drinks everything. He drinks his, uh, he drinks uh, room temperature Mountain Dew. I, I like yeah, stuff. I'll drink, uh, I'll drink it. I, like I mean, I'll no Mountain Dew should ever go to waste, brother. Yeah, you know I mean that's just uh... like I know people who would drink beer at, like room temperature or hot versus drinking it ice cold. Ooh, I got, <laughs> and, and I, got I know, right? I got used to drinking my beer almost at room temperature in England because that's how they serve it at the pubs. It's not ice cold like we drink it here in America. No, it's more of a room, almost a room temperature type. You know, very little bit of a chill on it, but uh, I—that's how I, some I, people must like it hot. Then I open a—I open up a beer now, Eric, out of the refrigerator. I let it sit. I learned—I've learned that you you pour your beer and you let it sit. You let it sit. Let the let all the carbonation kind of work itself out of it, and uh, the temperature kind of mm -hmm. let it warm up a little bit. And it actually, for me, it actually tastes it better. Like they that say too. that's how you're. That's how you're supposed to drink a beer. That's how yeah. he likes it. Uh, how I found that out is I was getting a beer at a pub or something. Uh, I think it was a beer. It was a beer and whiskey place here in Vancouver. And I ordered a beer. Yeah, it sounded like that. It sounded like something. Uh, but they, <laughs> I ordered it and it's like, uh, when am I, where's my, where's my beer? You know, and they go, oh, well, we're letting it sit. We're, we're letting it sit for a minute. Oh, okay. And uh, then they brought it to me and it's like. <clears throat> Oh yeah, yeah, that that tastes good. That's good stuff right there. 
Uh, but that's how I drink my beers now. But then when I get it, I don't, I am not a beer sipper. I do not sip beer. I gulp it down. I just slam it. I slam it all the time. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you got too many big words in these things. Uh, 1547, Ivan the Terrible. Ivan the Terrible, age 17, crowns himself the first czar of Moscow. 17. Well, he only had like about maybe, what, five more years to live? Yeah. <laughs> I like your giggle, Avery. <laughs> yeah. Wait, somebody's struggling over there. He was dying. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Eric? Yeah. It sounds like they've been uh, dying for about the last five minutes. I'm good. I thought I was like had it on me because I mean I know with the weather, I mean I do get a little congested. I don't know if it's allergies or or, or what's going on. It's called cold. It's called being I was gonna cold. come hook that little machine up to your face, man. Just suck it all <laughs> Does anybody use that nutty pot? That nutty pot? That thing to push? Not really. That thing I to do. Push. I use it. Do you really? I, I love, I, it's so good. Like, if you want to cut down the viral load, as soon as you start feeling something every day, take that uh, nutty pot up your nose uh -huh. and you will start cutting down the viral replication. Now, are you using the power Just one? The one that, the, are you using the power wash one or do you use a normal one? Normal. You use just a normal, yeah. Have you tried using that? I don't know what it's called, that power wash one. Uh, it's got it's battery operated. You put it up to your nose, hit the switch, and it forces the water into your sinuses as it's sucking it out the other side. I don't know. To me, that's waterboarding. You, you get no. You you feel better immediately. Uh, it does <laughs> cut the viral replication load down. Uh, you need to do it every time at the very onset of feeling under the weather, and then do it every day until you're better. Yeah, but now what kind of water do you use? I mean, you can't be using stuff out of your faucet, right? I mean, I did. I shouldn't, but I. I and did. you got a nasal, a nasal uh, infection, right? They, yeah, they really tell you not to do that because a lot of the times they that do. type of infection can kill you. Like a brain. Yeah, 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 they do tell you. Dude, that, just but... just get you a Kleenex with some aloe in it and blow your nose. Distilled water mystics. <laughs> people people, people been living for thousands. Just I'm just saying, people been living for a thousand years without sticking tubes up their nose or wash their sinuses. No, I think water. those. Yeah. I think those. Uh, those uh, nose cleaning things. Uh, I forgot what I was calling them now. Nutty, Nutty pots. Yeah, they've been doing those for centuries. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Fifteen, fourteen centuries yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's been around almost as long as blowing your nose. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Most people just blow their nose. They don't. You know, it's not like. It's not like the in every is, household. You know, you don't go to house. Thing is, if I tried a nut, if I tried a, if I tried one of those nutty things, I'd end up swallowing all that water. No, <laughs> I bet, well, you, I'm, I, I bet you I would. It comes out the other I'm, side. You have to breathe out of your nose. Uh, well, um, I remember, I'd choke. Uh, and to me, it looks like waterboarding. Go ahead, Eric. Um, like I haven't watched a YouTube video like where where like ear throat and nose doctors can like can go in and you know like and remove like stubborn stubborn mucus from the nasal cavity or or do an endoscopy to remove any stubborn mucus from your throat or your or your trachea which goes down into your lungs 
but but I know that most insurance would probably not cover such a procedure because it would be considered cosmetic. But I mean, like talk about revolutionary, but I know it might not be for everybody. But because it, I know it might be a little little invasive for some, and 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 I know what I'm describing might might be graphic for anybody like who might might be a little sensitive to that, but. But I thought that was very interesting when I saw like, and I've even seen videos of like where they can even go in your ears and remove like stubborn earwax that you might not otherwise be able to get out. And they say it's not, not a good, good idea to put like a cotton swab in your ear either. Yeah. yeah that's what I was told too. Welcome night in. Um, yeah. Those ear wash things, uh, you know, you can buy. Oh, the ear wash is good. Yep. You can buy the kit. Yeah. And that'll blow all that packed uh, wax out of your ears. But. Uh-huh. Don't use tap water for that either, because I, I did know. that. Distilled water. You're right. Distilled and I, water. I'm oh. bad. I'm bad. You're right. It's distilled water. Oh, I I right. I used tap water once. Uh, uh, Amber, clean my ears. I got the worst ear infection that I've ever had. Man, I mean that's just bad stuff right there. Yeah. Uh, I told the doctor too. Well, what happened? Well, I was using my ear, and and he goes, "Don't do that." Well, I know <laughs> now. <laughs> Well, I think the doctor called you a knucklehead for that one, didn't he? <laughs> oh, I've been called a knucklehead by the doctor so many times. I think that's <laughs> I meant my middle name on their chart. <laughs> I mean, uh, in other words, knock on wood, right? Yeah, they knock on my head. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I, the I, only thing I didn't say is penny on that one. <laughs> 1913, British House of Commons accepts house ru- uh, home rule for Ireland. But the Great War gets in the way of it happening. Oh. Yeah, they were always fighting with each other there. You know, the one thing I was just uh, reading on in history was the... Um, I'm always intrigued by the French. They call it the French the French and Indian War that we had here. In the, on the, on yeah. the continent, it wasn't... It didn't involve... We weren't America. We were still British colonies. And uh, the French and Indian War, and at the French territory, and I'm going French territory. I must have forgot all this when I was, you know, that I learned in school. But I, so I looked at a map, and um, you know, you talk about all you think about is how the British was over here and the thirteen colonies, and move west, young mo west, young man. Did you know that that the thirteen colonies was not a very big area? Yeah, it run the eastern coast of the United States. But right behind that was French territory. And the French territory went all the way from the from the Gulf states up into Canada. I mean, the French the French had a whole lot more land mass, claimed a lot more man uh, land mass here than British than the British did. I mean, they, the, the French mm-hmm. was in charge of a lot of stuff. And not only the French, but Spain. Spain did too. And it's amazing, you know. Uh, how little the the colonies were compared to everything else, compared to what the French and the and the and Spain had. It was just it was amazing to me. And then the uh, um, um, so all this stuff about people that blame the United States for stuff, you know. Well, you know the United States they brought slavery here. America brought no 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 we no 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 we didn't <laughs> you know well, for one thing america wasn't even around it was all british and french you know they're the ones that brought all this stuff here they're the ones that went in and chased the native american native uh indians the indigenous tribes they're the ones that chased them all around and chased them out it wasn't it wasn't america it wasn't us it was the 
It was the British and the French. And uh, it's an interesting study. But that was a lot of area uh, that they had there. And then that French-American War, that actually took place um, uh, within 20, uh, 10, 10, 20 years before the American Revolution did. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a very interesting study of what went on in this continent uh, before uh, the Revolutionary War. Well, we once America, once America was formed, though, America did move out west and displace a lot of Native Americans. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, that's after they, uh, yeah, because there was deals made. Like, well, we actually, just, there was, the, the British there was just cut off the, the East Coast worth of <laughs> Indians. Well, there's it was there was America that went made. past the Mississippi. There was de there was deals made between British, uh, between Britain and French. The British uh, took a. You know, uh, uh, was given the uh, some of the French, uh, the French uh, nation. Uh, they were given some of that. They took over, and so the British were actually exploring, heading towards the Mississippi River. And uh, oh yeah, I mean it was all kinds of stuff. But to sit there and say America, now a whole lot of all all kinds of crap was going on before it became America. You know. Well, we were so. also the first ones to really ban it in our country and then really spread it across the world. There's a, a long time ago, I did a, a show on the history of slavery and uh, it's one of my earlier shows. Once I restarted my program. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, there was uh, Epic times did a, a thing on it too. Epic yeah. times well, England and France were going to come over and help the South and the Confederacy liberate itself until Abraham Lincoln made the war about slavery. And, uh, well, and they, wouldn't, they, too, wouldn't support a, they wouldn't support a slave state, so they, didn't, they wouldn't help not, the Confederate. But it, until Abraham Lincoln did that, um, the war wasn't about James, slavery at all. It was about Jefferson, states' rights. Jefferson yeah, Davis, right. Jefferson Davis uh, the president of the Confederate states, was already putting into motion to do away with slavery in the South for that very reason. Because they couldn't get... They wanted to deal with the European nations and that, and right. they wouldn't deal with them as long as slavery was there. So the South was already considering well, if you it. Look, if you look at when Kansas, when Kansas was ratified, that was the death knell of slavery. And that was pre-Civil War. It was like the Civil War started in April and Canada and Kansas was ratified in January. But still, that was the death knell. If Jefferson Davis had been elected instead of Abraham Lincoln, slavery still would have been taken out of the united states you're right yeah, Gus. exactly you're right, Gus. exactly because they, um, i i gotta go guys i love all you right. so much thank you for letting me hang out with you all today well have it's your day day. Amber. Thank have you a great day us. amber bye-bye <laughs> have a great day bye. amber bye uh but yeah i mean um i didn't i didn't know any of that until i started reading this uh book i found that was Phone call. that was written that was written uh by a bunch of uh, people from the South, right after the right after the Civil War, and uh, documents, uh, news articles, and that from the South, very eye opening, very eye opening. Because our history, all we hear about is what you know the North was. So the North wrote, wrote the history. But if you dive into what was being written and what was actually happening in the South, yeah, yeah. I mean, if the if the South would have won the war, slavery was on its way out anyway. And the mm -hmm. one thing that and him and uh, Jefferson Davis was saying. Uh, was talking about uh, with his uh, vice president and his people and all that was saying, 
well, how are we going to read, how are we going to get rid of slavery? And he says, there's only one way to get rid of slavery. You've got to educate the slaves. And that was right. one of his things. That was one of his things. But, uh, you know, everybody yeah. paints, paints this big evil well, picture. Less than 20% of uh, white people in the South, when the Civil War started, uh, owned slaves. It was, it was like 13% of the people owned slaves. Yeah. Um, most people were dirt poor and couldn't afford clothes. Couldn't much afford less to own somebody. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so it's an interesting study. You should do. You should. You should study it. I mean, there. That's why. Uh, that's why we're in the shape we're in today because they keep all that stuff from everybody learning and knowing. And uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I like I like history. I like history. I like I like digging into it. And I like digging things out and that kind of stuff. It's just like it's just like we're uh, studying World War Two. What was actually going on in the world with World War Two? Um, uh, what uh, South Pacific? We never hear about what was really going on in the South Pacific. We never really hear what was the the goal and the plan of the Emperor of Japan. You know what was he really up to? You know what was he trying to do and. Uh, I mean, you know, we always hear about Hitler. We always hear about Hitler and the war in Europe. But it was interesting, the stuff that was going on in Japan. And uh, that was by far, I think, a far more intense war, uh, part of the war going on than was going on in Europe. Yeah, uh, it was just uh, it was just crazy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, do some do some studying. Do some study, study, study world history, man. Enlighten yourself. Enlighten yourself. 1920, the first assembly of the League of Nations is held in Paris. Yeah, that's when it started going down tubes right there. Getting all everybody together. <laughs> <laughs> I personally yeah. liked I, I personally liked America before uh before the World Wars. Uh, uh well specifically the World War II. I liked America. It was like, ah, we're, we're, uh, y'all just work it out. We're just going to be here by ourselves. And, uh, yeah, good luck with everything. Don't draw us into it. And then uh, we get drawn into it. Yeah. yeah uh, every I, time. I, I liked, I liked being that little independent country, you know, uh, but there you go. Uh, let's see. <coughs> oh man. Uh I didn't even know that lady was still alive, Eric, uh, from uh, uh, the honeymooners. Joyce Randolph. Joyce Randolph. I mean, she, yeah. she passed away over the what? weekend at just the age of ninety-nine. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Now, who yeah, was she? Uh, who did she? She 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 was the one who um, the neighbor. I, I think we're good friends with the with the Crandons. Yes, the neighbor. Oh, okay. You know, All right. of course, like Art Art Carney's character was Jackie Gleason's best friend, and then Audrey Meadows. Was like Jackie Gleason's wife, like, um, like Alice on the show. Was the Joyce Randolph character? Was she married? Trixie. To, uh, was oh she was Arnie Connery's character? Yes. Yeah, she was married to Arnie Connery's uh, character. Right? I have. Yeah. Which I mean, because because that, that 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 sitcom, The Honeymooners, you know, when it ran for that one one season on 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 TV on CBS back then. That, that that show was like a trailblazing sitcom, much like I Love Lucy was, and in, in some of the like great sitcoms back in those days. Do you know how long that ran on TV? The Honeymooners, thirty-eight episodes. Uh, that's it. Oh. But but it still lives on in reruns. It too bad it didn't 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 run for multiple seasons. Hmm. 
Uh, getting back to the neti pot, Miss Dixie says she actually has a uh, an antique glass neti pot. Wow. You know, the first time I ever saw a neti pot being used was in the was the uh, on net on Netflix the uh, TV series um, uh, Daredevil. I saw Daredevil using it. Uh, he had just had a big old big old fight with the bad guys, and he's down in his little basement thing at the church, you know. And uh, they should actually show him using the neti box, uh, trying to clear all the blood net out of his sinuses. I went, ew, what's that? Ew, ew. And Grammy goes, that's a neti, neti pot. Uh, ew, I've never seen it before. She goes, oh, great. Where, where have you been, old man? Where have you been? <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't, be, don't be laughing at me, Shelby. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> things amuse me sometimes, and this is the morning that things amuse me. Yeah, well, that's my job. Uh, Abert says they own they owned a lot more places around the world too. Welcome oh, she's talking about Peter. yeah, she's talking about Andy. the place. Yeah, there was a time where every everybody was uh, in the entire world. You were either was uh, you were either owned by uh, Britain, France, or Spain. They they right. owned almost everything. They controlled masses of of land land in the in the world. <clears throat> they were the big three powerhouses right there. Um, yeah, I I read and saw a thing that out of the I think there's what like what 160 nations in the United Nations. I'm not sure, but of the total number of United Nations nations, they said that like uh, you know like 75 uh, percent of them at one time <laughs> were owned by British by the British, were were under British rule. I'm thinking, well, there you go, there you go. Uh, let's see. The first enslaved Africans to arrive in British North America were 2030 Angolans who lived in Virginia in 1619. Uh, the Africans were kidnapped by the Portuguese and traded to English colonists in exchange for supplies. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But to hear people talk, it was the Americans going over there and getting them. It was the yeah. Americans going in and yeah. kidnapping and stealing and all that stuff. But, you know, I'm really into, I've been watching this series again for the third, third time or second or third time, uh, Black Sails. It has to do with the uh, pirates in uh, the Caribbean um, and uh, and what was going on in, uh, what was that, uh, Nissan or Nissan? I can't remember the, the island's name. Nissan? Nissan? Nassau, I, Nassau, Nassau. It was going on in Nassau. And um, uh, this is a really good series if you like pirates. It's called Black Sails. You need to watch it. And uh, the, so I started, uh, when I first started watching it, I started looking into uh, pirates more more than uh, what was being revealed in the thing in the series. And did you know that uh, a lot of those uh, slave ships, uh, well, not a lot, but there was a bunch of those slave ships when they'd come across and uh, head into the Caribbean, the slaves would take over the ships and they would become pirates. Yeah, a lot of the pirates running around in the Caribbean were uh, former slaves from Africa. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't realize that, but that's it. Yeah, they got their freedom. They fought and they took over the ships. And uh, the people bringing them were the Portuguese and the Spaniards. Yeah, there was no Americans in sight yet. Uh, but that's a real good series, Black Sails. And then I find out that this series, Black Sails, is a 
prequel and leads uh, leads into and sets the groundwork for Treasure Island, the book Treasure Island. Now, if I know a lot of people have seen the uh, the Disney show Treasure Island, the Muppets Treasure Island. What you need to do is read the novel. Read the novel Treasure Island. It is not a kid's, it is not a bedtime kid's story. I'm telling you what, it's not. It's an a, it's a pirate adventure. And all the people that are in in Treasure Island, like Long John Silver and uh Billy Bones and, and these guys, uh, they are in Black Sails. And, and Black Sails leads up to, I think it ends with uh, the pirate Flint uh, burying his treasure on Treasure Island. And I think that's where it ends. Uh, but anyway, it's really fascinating stuff. And uh, I, I, pirates are cool, man. I mean, pirates are... I was talking to Adam, uh, our friend uh, at uh, Easy Rider Tenerife, the, uh, the uh, Ride Time radio guy, Adam. And uh, he's got this thing going on there now in the Canary Islands where you can go on a bike tour. And then when you're done, you go to the marina and you can have dinner on one of their boats that they have there. And if you don't feel like staying in a motel, you can stay in one of the cabins on the boat. And um, uh, so we started talking about pirates. And uh, him and I both agree that the, the – Inland pirates are the bike gangs, are the biker gangs, like the Hell's Angels and that kind of stuff. Yeah, those were the in those were the inland uh, pirates, uh, the biker gangs. So yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Pirates, man, I'm telling you, fun stuff. Uh, let's see, uh, 1792, Denmark banned the import of slaves to its Actually, West welcome. Indies colonies, uh, but the law didn't take effect until 1803, 1804. The northern states in the U.S. abolished slavery 1807. British passed the uh, abolition, uh, the abolish, what is it? Abolition? Yeah, it's abolition. Isn't that how you say it? Abolition? Abolish it? I don't know. Of the I slave. Don't <laughs> I, don't know. I, I don't know. I've heard you read, Amber. You and me and uh, Unberg, we're, big words. We're about the same. Uh, where's, <laughs> Russ? where's Russ when you need him? Where's Russ when you need him? Uh, oh, yeah, Eric, trivia. Eric's put a little note in there to remind me about the trivia. Uh, Black Dragon, you bug it out. Thanks, man. Thanks for stopping in. Good to see you. Uh, have a great day, brother. Have a great um, day. Eric, you want to go ahead and tell us about the uh, trivia contest? Well, we've got two more days left for you to get your entries in, and 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 it'll three three days from now, we will be announcing yet another lucky winner. It could be a new, new, new name, or it could be, um, a repeat champ, um, and the question for the month of January under the subject of games, we have basically asked this question. What is the highest value card in poker? If you know the answer to this trivia question, simply email your answer along with your name to the old man's podcast at gmail.com and your, and the deadline is this Thursday evening, January 18th at 12 a.m. midnight Eastern time, 11 p.m. Central. 10 p.m. Mountain, 9 p.m. Pacific, but do no later than early Friday morning at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 6.30 a.m. Central, 5.30 a.m. Mountain, and 4.30 a.m. Pacific. And these are continental U.S. time zones. And and like I said, the correct answers that are submitted will be automatically entered into a drawing because Friday morning we will be announcing the lucky winner and the answer and the, and the prize up for grabs for whoever that lucky winner might be is a $50 gift certificate 
to Glowflow Denver. And um, and in case you missed yesterday's episode, um, welcome, Doc. Glad you could be here. Um, you know, you know, Cat. You know, our friend from Canada, one tough mama bear, aka Crush. You know, wrote a very very sweet poem for a for a young young kid named named Jake who is in in critical condition and. And if you check out yesterday's episode and you check out Twitter X, and I've even posted an image in chat of the poem she wrote, um, you know, and talk talk about like a must read, like read an original poem that that cat wrote. Yeah, and that poem you can find it in our blog section on our webpage www.theoldmanspodcast.com. It is listed there and, as a blog. You can read it right there. Yeah. And and hopefully you've already posted information on on that one on Podbean Podcast Nation. Because I, I think, like I'm sure, like like I said, people would really enjoy reading that fine piece of writing. Yeah, I think I did see it on there, Eric. I think I did see it in Pod uh, Podcast Podbeam Podcast Nation. Well, that's just hard to say. Hey, speaking of Glowflow Denver, let's uh, let's hear a little uh, in, uh, a little commercial from Glowflow Denver with our good friend Jay Baby. What do you got to say, Jay Baby? Good morning, listeners of the Old Man's Podcast. This is Jay Baby coming at you from Glowflow Denver inside Colorado Mills Mall, located in Lakewood, Colorado. You can find us at glowflowdenver.com, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. As soon as new products come in, we post to Instagram and Facebook first. We have products that are LED lit, glow in the dark, and UV reactive. Everything you need for kids' glow parties, roller rinks, festivals, concerts, and more. For the month of January, we have the Buy More, Save More event. If you spend $100, you'll get 10% off and 20% off if you spend $200. This discount does not apply to other discounts. Some of our products include LED strip lights, night lights, flow toys, festival makeup, jewels, and hair, LED name tags, LED screen backpacks, and so much more. Just for being a listener of the Old Man's Podcast, you'll get 10% off, even if you don't spend the $100. Just use the Old Man 10 at checkout. Orders over $80 will give you free shipping. We appreciate everyone's continued support, and remember to just glow with it. Yeah, thanks, Jay Baby. Yeah, check them out and uh, start planning what you're going to spend that fifty dollars gift certificate on. And don't forget, you got to get those answers in before the end of the day Thursday, this Thursday, the eighteenth. Get them emailed to the old man's podcast at gmail.com so you can yeah. be put into the drawing for that. Uh, let's see. And I think we might be bringing back um, a popular February contest from last year, and I think you and Russ have been in talks about that one as well. No, nah, we just mentioned it, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I know that you might even touch base with Jay Baby to to also keep an eye on if anybody's got any outstanding like gift certificates that need to be redeemed because these gift certificates now have an expiration date. If you don't use it, you're going to lose it. Yeah, I got to get with her on that when she gets back from her trip and that. But I I don't know. She hasn't really Absolutely. said anything. People have been really good about using them up, so uh, we'll look and. But we want to make sure people are using them up that way. Um. We're not having to constantly remind them. Yeah, because we're buying those cards for you people. We're not getting them for free. Um, we're um, buying um, them. Unless you're willing to forfeit the prize and maybe put it back in the kitty, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what we did last year. I think that's what we did last year. We had so many. We had a big bunch of them that were outstanding. We put them all into a big pity and a big a big pot. And uh, somebody won them, but yeah. So, but anyway, well, and we'll, Amber won we'll that big that 175 one for the one year anniversary back last August. I think that's when we did it. We put it all, mm -hmm. uh, put it all in a big pot right there. Yeah. Uh, let's see who said what I. Uh, hold on a second. Jay, baby. It, was it? 
Oh, it was Raw Tuna. Hey, Raw Tuna, good to see you. He says, imagine how fun it would be being a pirate in the 17, 1800s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the problem with that is, though, Hollywood is, uh, has, uh, you know, romances, romanced it up so much that uh, actually it, it, uh, it, it probably wasn't very fun. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, you struggling and all that stuff and the bloodshed and uh, yeah, I don't know, but it would be interesting. It would be, I love hearing the stories of it, uh, but uh, yeah, pirates. I've always been intrigued by pirates. Uh, Long John Silver, you know, <clears throat> I, I, I read something about that too, that title, Long John Silver, Long John Silver, the, there's a, that long is is kind of like a there's a that's a title it's a representative of something and not too many people had that long john silver uh but yeah yeah and that was uh that was a real a real uh, a real pirate uh, long john silver was uh in that series black uh black sails uh there are uh people in there that are that were in history were really pirates uh charles vane he was a pirate of course, they've got uh, uh, Blackbeard in there. He's a real pirate. Uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting. The only pirate in there running around that I found out that wasn't real is Flint. There was no real pirate by the name of Flint. No, that was all. His character was all made up for the story uh, of um, of uh, Treasure Island. Yeah, interesting stuff. Pirates, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, let's see, uh, Doc, Doc, are you feeling any better, brother? Oh, yeah, I, outside I had to because, uh, you know, like I told you, I started my new position yesterday. Uh-huh. And, uh, now I'm trying to get him to build me a shatterproof, soundproof shield to protect me from a passenger's fallout. From what kind of fallout? My passengers fall out. Hey there. <laughs> You'll have to explain that. What are you okay. About? Okay. If I got if I got to talk to some kids Welcome one day, or if I got to drive a bus one day, I got to have me something to shield me from the kids fall out when they get on the bus. So I can shield them all, close them off, won't hear nothing. They can just oh. do whatever they want. You need a bus driving compartment like public buses have. Uh, 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 they live like in this little plexiglass uh, compartment. Yeah, so people can't get to them. Yeah, but yeah, but you can still shatter that thing. Our mine's got to be shatterproof. Shatterproof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. The kids can't be that bad, can they, Doc? <clears throat> no comment. Yeah. <laughs> You can neither confirm or deny that. Yeah, there was one in there having a good old fashioned, unadulterated conniption yesterday. Now I'm here really? today. Yeah, I just sat down, grabbed a bag of chips, leaned over and looked at him, munching on the chips. He came out of it. Uh, uh, uh. That's funny. That's just funny stuff. So, are you enjoying it though? Are you enjoying? Uh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Definitely! Yeah, yeah! Yeah! Keeping you busy, keeping you out of the street, bringing a little, little bit of money, bringing a little bit of money. Yeah, yeah they, they put a little pocket change in the old man's pocket, in between, uh, uh, checks and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 
But I got rooked into the position anyway. They found out I used to work with, uh, I did work with Special Olympics and and uh, Camp Ark. Now, they don't call it Camp Ark anymore. But uh-huh. uh, that's that's mainly how I was offered the position. Uh-oh. Miss Shelby's after you, Doc. She's after you in the chat room. Dr. Man, morning. Where are my books? I saw that. Where is Shelby? Shelby, where are you? I'm here. I'm just on a phone call. Oh, okay. Take your phone call. Shelby changed up her pick, I noticed. Okay, go ahead, Shelby. Yeah, take your take your phone call. She's uh she is a businesswoman too, you know, so she's doing business stuff. Uh, Raw Tuna, your podcast is The Old Man with Bob and Scott. What? Well, who's Bob and who's Scott? What are you talking about, Raw Tuna? I don't know what you're talking about. There ain't no Bob and Scott here. No Bob and Scott. I thought you was busy before. Just wait. Uh, oh, yeah. You thought I was busy before. Just wait. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. I can't, you know, JB, would be, I, I'd really like to have you. When you get back and uh, things get kind of, you get kind of settled in and that, I'd really love to have you uh, uh, call in and tell us about this that you just all that you went through on your week in Oklahoma. I mean, it it just sounds fascinating. If you could do that, would you want to do that for us? That would be fun. We'd be listening to that. Um, excuse, it, excuse me for interrupting. Did did you get your package from me? Uh, I got the. Got the uh, email, yeah. That's it. That's that's that. Yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Okay, okay. I got the email, yeah, and uh, I haven't, I, uh, I've been, I haven't got around to telling Grammy yet, but yeah, I was just, uh, I was just looking at it. So, uh, yeah, I got to let Grammy know that we have that uh, here, and we're going to take Hi, a Robert. look at it. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, and we'll, uh, yeah. Thanks, Doc. Thanks a lot. Um, okay, I'm back. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and what's, what's that? What was this you talking to me about there, uh, Miss Shelby? <laughs> uh, do you remember back when everybody was trying to guess who the navigator was? And you had mentioned something about me being the navigator, and I was trying to get the attention off me, and I told you, I said, well, if I'm the navigator, then you can uh, send me a copy of all your books. Ooh. Somehow that just that don't that don't that 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 oh, 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 wait a minute. Oh, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I can't confirm or deny that conversation ever took place. <laughs> so much so much was being said that day. Oh, come on now. I just, so much was being said, and I had so much on my mind, and I was just getting See, down. See, J-Baby even says, she said, I heard it, I witnessed it. See there? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I have a witness. Uh oh. Uh oh. I have to. Uh, <laughs> we have to. We have to make. We have to make some sort of arrangement. <laughs> and I will get you on my mailing list as soon as possible. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's a deal. Okay. <laughs> hey, Tea Party. Good to see you, Robert. Good to see you, Paul G. Thanks for stopping in, guys. Thanks for stopping in. Uh, listen, if you're new to the show, you've been popping in, you're new to the show and you haven't done it yet, hit that uh, follow button. Give us a follow and come on back. We're here Monday through Fridays, 7 a.m. Pacific time, 10 a.m. Eastern time, the Old Man's Podcast with Eric Kirk and the Navigators. And we've got a bunch of navigators that come in and 
Uh, I think of us as like we're flying a plane. We're flying a plane, and I'm the I'm the pilot. Eric's the co-pilot, and then we have a navigator that comes in and sits in the in the crew compartment uh, every day on Mondays. It's Shonda. Tuesdays, Amber May. She was with us. She has some business to take care of. Uh, tomorrow is Shelby. Shelby will be with Hello. us. And then Thursday is our throwdown with Mr. Russ Brown. You don't want to miss that show. And then Fridays is our our uh, open open format day. We really like to have people come in and promote their podcasts, their books, their music, whatever you got going on. Whatever your small business going on. Yeah, whatever project. We we open it up for you to come in and tell us about it so we can help get the word out and uh, get you some traffic going to uh, whatever you got working on. So we want to do that for you. Uh, so yeah, uh, good to see everybody hit that follow button. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm just looking at the, uh, Oh, uh, Miss Dixie says, uh, uh, maybe you'll get one and signed. Ooh, maybe you'll get a sign. I hope so. Uh, uh, Robert's going, where's Amber? Amber had a, uh, something she needed to take care of. So she couldn't hang with us. Uh, she had to leave at nine. If she gets it taken care of, she might come back. Uh, she left at nine her time. Uh, you're saying, okay, so nine o'clock her time, uh, which was about 20 minutes ago. So, but but that's how it is. Our navigators are busy. Our navigators are all busy. I mean, we got Shonda. Shonda's busy with what she's got going on. Uh, she's working. She's writing books, and she's got a journal thing going on, and she's got a website she's working on. And then we got Amber with all her political uh uh, things that she's got going on. She's our political uh, analysis and opinion, and she's got stuff going on. She's got her own show, and uh, so does Shonda. Shonda's got her own podcast. Uh, Amber's got her own podcast that she's doing, and she's busy doing all her shows and filling in for people and doing interviews. And then Shelby, she's a business owner. Uh, she's got her own uh, herbal uh, po- uh, herbal. Um, uh, uh, online store that she's got going, and she's then you got, got a floater like me just floating around, dying in shoes. And yeah, man, we got floaters, we got floaters, yeah. we got floaters like Doc and Abrin. Uh, but uh, 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 but Shelby's got a uh, podcast that she does, Herbal Talk with Shelby, and uh, and then we got Mr. Russ Brown, who is the uh, proprietor of Laguna Not Media, Hi, Bella. and uh, he has a uh, mess of, of just a large volume of little uh, podcasts that fall in under the Laguna Not Media. And I can't find what I did with that list, dagnabbit. Uh, but anyway, so you want to tune in. But we got uh, seasoned seasoned people in here that are our navigators, which is what I call our, our co-hosts. And these guys are very good and do what they do is great. But that's why they're in and out, in and out, in and out, because they got other projects going on, yeah. and that's fine. Uh, but our main co-host, the co-host with the mostest, is uh, Mr. Kirk, Mr. Kirk, Mr. Eric Kirk. Well, um, well, I know we we like ha- having our, our our usuals come in, and we're always looking to discover more <clears throat> new people who discover our podcasts. Um, I know we don't even have Shep today, which, and of course, we love it when Russ does the little Shep Shack thing, and. Um, <laughs> And and we love it when when Chef you know greets Doc by saying, "Eh, what's up, Doc?" Yeah, good times. Uh, uh, Short pants Roberts is saying, "Sure is a mess of people." Yes, it is. We're you're busy. among the two, Robert. What are you talking about? 
yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert, yeah, he's popping in and out every now and then. But we just have fun. That's what we do here, man. We're just having a lot of fun right here. Yeah. Good times. Good times, everybody. Good times. Oh, uh, let's see. What, what else is going on around here? What's going on? What's going on in the world? Ah, the Kraken's uh, nine-game winning streak came to a halt yesterday. They got beat by the Penguins. Uh, so they're not, uh, you know. Yeah, that's what happens. Uh, but, you know, winning streaks are made to be broken. Yeah, and I guess you the win football, some, you lose some. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. I don't even know where we're at on the football on uh, who's going, who's heading towards the playoffs and what's going on in the playoffs. Well, get the, the main news from the world of sports. The Philadelphia Eagles got their wings clipped last night by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it was a messy sight. For the I Hurts. understand I understand that their center, the other Kelsey brother, he's saying he's retiring now. He's done. Yeah, he's then tired of ducking down low and having the guy reach between his legs. He he just he just about done had enough of it. <laughs> he is finished with the game of football. Absolutely. So, so Tampa Bay's moving on. Uh did Green Bay win? Yes, Green Bay Packers made a complete idiot. <laughs> a complete <laughs> and utter <laughs> Who did they play, Doc? Who did Green Bay play? Uh, was Doc it Dallas? Doc, did it? Was it Dallas? I'm not yes, sure. it was. Yeah, they, they beat it, Dallas by one. It point. was the Dallas. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. It was the I Dallas Cowboys, and uh, and also in the world of sports, their defensive coordinator is supposedly to be in talks with the Carolina Panthers head coaching job. So, no. huh. so wait a minute. I mean, I was under the impression from what I was reading that uh, Green Bay just ran over Dallas. They ran all over Dallas, but it wasn't. It was a one point yeah, game. Yeah, it was a one point game. Huh. huh. Jones was not a happy man. He is ready to sacrifice the entire team. <laughs> <laughs> I read a I read a headline uh, this morning and it looks like uh, Dax Prescott was pr pretty much basically saying, "Put me on the chopping block, get me out of here." I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't and know. in the other world of sports, Bill Belichick is in talks with the Atlanta Hawks. What's really? going to be What's going to become of that? I no one knows. Is Pete Carroll being talked to by anybody? No. Not in Seahawks anymore? No. Huh. Interesting. No, Pete Carroll retired. No, he just, that's it. He Well, why are they saying he got fired then? Uh, did he get fired, but he decided to retire? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he just decided not to look for another job after that. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. see. I see. Okay, so who's left to play? And the Chiefs moved ahead. They moved up. They're they're the, moving ahead. The Chiefs' next opponent will be the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo in in 40, in 40 degree minus 40 degree temperatures. Ooh. I think the Chiefs' number is coming up here really fast. I don't think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl. Somebody's somebody's going to knock them out. But oh, now is this the is this the game? This so how many more games they got to play? Don't they they each they have two more games before the Super Bowl? 
The San Francisco 49ers is coming up against uh, who they playing? I forgot. San Francisco, they doing so so. They doing all right. <clears throat> yeah, but they, the one thing that that uh, that I'm thinking about San Francisco is they were really hot there for a while, and then they cooled down and came into the playoffs. They're gonna they they might they have the potential of catching fire. They got to play and, Pittsburgh. Uh, they got to play Pittsburgh. They got to play Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be the game that uh, the 49ers catch fire on. They're going to beat Pittsburgh. And uh, I, I would like to see I would like to see them go all the way uh, and win the Super Bowl because I like their quarterback. I, I they've like got to play, they've got to play Pittsburgh or Bar. I keep forgetting Baltimore's in Baltimore's uh, like in a buy. I mean, you know, they're waiting. I mean, they they got a lot of rest. Whoever whoever wins out of San Francisco yeah. and Pittsburgh got to play the Ravens. I I think it's going to be uh, San Francisco, and then I think San Francisco is going to beat them too. Uh, at least that's what I'm hoping for because I like that quarterback, that kid. That there's something about that kid. I I you just never see him sweat. You never see him sweat. I mean, things can be turned on him in a game, and he doesn't he doesn't seem to panic. He doesn't seem to sweat. He reminds me of Joe Montana. They are sweat. They are crying the blues in Philadelphia. They knew. They were so sure that the hurt was going to lead them back to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Not this time. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. But I always keep one out on Philadelphia because they uh, they were the team that gave uh, when they when, when uh, Michael Vick got out of jail for dogfighting. <laughs> They were the only seriously. They were the only team that you know they gave him a chance, and and Vic still has a little life left in him. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was. They were the only team that would that that gave him a look and and, and gave him a shot, and they did. And he did pretty good. You know why I'm laughing, uh, Doc? Because when you mentioned Vic, the first thing that popped back into my head is when they used to call the. National Football League, the National Felon League. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had a chance to. Uh, he had a chance to, uh, to get on with the Panthers, but uh, Jerry Richardson wasn't having it. No, no, oh, oh, we don't need that around. But that's when he had his two sons was in the front office, and they got pissed off at him because this was before they got Cam Newton. Um. Uh, they still could have got Cam Newton, but then again, with those two together, I mean, Vic couldn't slide. Maybe Cam would have taught him how to slide. I mean, you know, but other than that, um, that's why they quit. Because uh, he said, you need to give the man a chance. Philadelphia was the only team that gave him a chance. I got the jersey back in here with his number on it when they uh, when he played Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I read a, I saw an article here a while back, maybe a week or so back, that the uh, – uh, <clears throat> the Jets, the Jets coach was saying he will just flat out quit <laughs> if uh, they hire or if they if they get Colin Kaepernick. And I didn't even know I didn't even know he was still in, being mentioned, Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I I, I I thought that was always a joke that they were making. Everybody's heard the legend of Frankenstein. Frankenstein, a, a person that just couldn't quit. <laughs> Just could not be stopped. Hi, LaDonna. <laughs> Thanks for stopping in. Good to see you. Hit that follow button and come on back. Be part of our family. Uh, LaDonna. 
that's uh, that that's funny. That is that's just funny. Oh, but you are a follower. Thank you, Ladonna. Thank you. Thank you for being a follower. Um, yeah, I I, I don't know about that guy. Uh, uh, the thing is, is everybody everybody thinks he's not playing because it's a political thing. No, he's not playing because he does. He's not a good quarterback. He's not. Yeah, he's not any sucks. good. Yeah. He, yo. Yeah. I mean, he sucks. Bob wire for breakfast. I have never seen. Oh man, so he was, bad. He was good when he first got into San Francisco because didn't he lead him to a Super Bowl or uh, or something? But then the last two years, he was he just. He played Greg like Gore a, led him to a Super Bowl. Colin Kaepernick just sat back and let it happen. In that, <laughs> he, he sat on the bench. But, I mean, he, his last two years were terrible. I mean, absolutely terrible. That's because uh, he didn't have were, Frank Gore there to run anymore. He actually had to play as a quarterback and couldn't just hand right. the ball off. See, that's a, uh, see, that's a thing. And um, i tell you one thing. I think the only reason the Chiefs – I think the only reason the Chiefs are con- in contention still is because of the the uh, the the receivers and uh, and uh, that one uh, running back they have. Uh, what's his name? He's got number ten. Can't remember his name. Starts with a P. Them guys got butter on their fingers. They can't hold on to nothing. They just they the man puts the ball directly into their hands and whoop they just. Can't hold on to it. Well, they're one big star. They're big. They're big star. You know, they're big uh, in the last two seasons. You know, if he was on the field, they were going to win. Was Kelsey, and that that guy. I, the last game I watched, that guy. That guy sucks. He is not. He is not half the player he was last year. You know, is he taking Taylor he Swift? Is, Taylor Swift has taken his soul. <laughs> she has trust me. He has. She has taken more than his soul. I want to. I want to go out. I want to publicly say Taylor Swift to the is to the Chiefs what Oko Ono was to the Beatles. That's all. Oh I got man, to that's that. pretty bad. <laughs> and more news from the world of sports. The big yes. talk is if they get if if. They can sign big <laughs> Bill Belichick with the uh, Atlanta Falcons. Will he be able to talk the big Gronk in the coming down and join no. in their team? No, Gronk. Because no. I know he is getting bored with making those terrible commercials. No, and Gronk. sooner or later, he is going. And if, if, if he does, will they be able to pull the legendary? The controversial, the play, <laughs> title, the greatest quarterback that ever gripped a half-inflated football. What? What? Go ahead, go ahead. We're all choked. Oh boy, they better go. They come out better going to digging up Joe Cap. They won't say won't try uh, I, I didn't think I didn't think Tom Brady and uh, Belichick was on on good terms. I, no, I oh no, no, no! To the contrary, my dear man, they love those two men are in love with each other. He would have, he would have, if when he talked him back into the game, it was the <clears throat> lack of money 
that he could get from the owner. What that guy's name that owns, owns the Patriots? He just would not cough up the money to keep the Gronk and the greatest quarterback <laughs> I don't know. I'm starting to think, uh, Russ and uh, Shelby, I- I'm starting to think we need to have a special sports segment with Doc. But see, the thing of it is now, the thing of it is, the thing of it is, what yeah. you, you said you want to do about the Patriots. They had the best offensive line. I would have, I would have to put that offensive yeah. line. I would have to put that offensive line in with the old school Pittsburgh Steelers. That quarterback was only as good as that oh, line in front of him. That, that's, right. that's, that's what I'm saying. He had plenty. He could just pick and he could just pick and choose. Who will I throw it to now? He had time to knit a sweater. And what's he doing? He's making tea. Because they couldn't get to it. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, Terry Bradshaw, back in the day, the steel, the steel curtain. The man could throw a ball through a car wash and it would come out bone dry. He had time time to pick who he was going to throw it to. He had Lynn, but see, he had Lynn Swan down there and there was another guy he had down there. Two, anybody, those two guys, he just closed his eyes and throw it. They'd come down with it. Joe Montana, my favorite quarterback in the world, he had that front line at San Francisco. And he had the golden hands of Jerry Rice. I'm telling you. Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody gets excited about these quarterbacks. Tom Tom Brady's a good quarterback. He is no doubt one of the best quarterbacks. But he was only as good as the line in front of him. That's and what, I, that's, that's what the, 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 the experts say. You have got to have the beef on the line. They only well, see, let those guys. Like, I think, Doc, to tell you the truth, I think that's what's going on in Kansas City right now. That's what's going on in Kansas City because you've got, uh, you know, you got Mahomes there. And Mahomes was starting to – he's got this big Hollywood head on him now where he thinks he is the next Tom Brady. And I swear that line and the receivers and everybody's going, no, okay, well, then you do it by yourself. You know, you you go ahead and do it by yourself. This is true. This is true. I mean, you don't want you don't want to get those other ten guys on the field mad at you, because they're the ones that are making you good. You know, I, I totally agree with you, Doc. Yeah, and it just amazes me that people don't see that. If you ain't got that meat on the line, mm-mm, you ain't not gonna have the time. You just you just can't do it. You can and and uh, the quarterback Bryce Young, he's finding that out the hard way. Big, huge contract. Them boys on that front line say, you want him? There he is. Make mincemeat out of him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, see, and I, I think I think with the controversial with the controversy with Colin Kaepernick, if you could go back and watch those last two years that he played with San Francisco, you can see that line letting <laughs> those guys get to him. You can see the offensive line. You know, of course. Oh, I oops, I missed my block. Oops, sorry, sorry. Just stand right there and say, sorry, just, tear, just tear him apart. We don't care. He's taking all our money. That's yep. and that is your world of sports from <laughs> the great one, Dr. Man. Back to you, old man. <laughs> 
I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking we need to make that a segment in here every other week or something. Sports with Doctor Man. That was great. I love that, Doc. That's very entertaining, Doc. Very entertaining. You got to be entertained. You got to be entertained. You got you got 50 or 60 howling kids at you. Oh, you got you got to come up with you got to come up with something quick. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh. Awesome stuff. That's awesome stuff right there. Uh real quick, Doc, before you totally close off the uh, sports thing, <clears throat> real quick though, is uh man, I tell you what, I think. I think this year in the Olympics, I think the U.S. women are going to tear it up in the Olympics this year. The uh, I just see, uh, you know, all, in the past, the focus has always been on the men, men sprinters and all this and that. I think they're all going to be taking a back seat uh, to the women in the Olympics this year. And not just from America, but in Jamaica and in Europe. Because they have got some, they've got some women out there. I mean, them women. Uh, I can't remember her name, but you know who I'm talking about. The big question is: Brenner. Will yeah. Sha'Carri Wilson be able to keep up, keep her fingernails in place? Yeah, as she runs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can she, when she takes that stride, pumping those nails up? Will those nails succumb to the G-force that she is putting out? with those legs. I tell you, I tell you what, I have never seen anybody run in such in such a state of comfort uh since Usain Bolt. I mean, she is effortless. She is just effortless coming down the track. I, I that's unbelievable. You better believe they have all the drug testing equipment waiting for her backstage. Oh yeah, but she's clean. She is totally clean, and I believe it. I believe she is. She is totally clean. Um, she's not even. She's not smoking gra uh, grass. She's not smoking marijuana anymore. She's giving it all up because she doesn't want anything to hinder. She don't want no asterisk next to her name when she goes and she starts blowing the doors off these world records. But will the Jamaican women? Will the yam? Oh. Will the yam supply be able to withstand oh. the constant chewing from yeah. the women of Jamaica? That one sprinter they have again. I can't remember her name. You got to forgive me. That sprinter they have. Oh, that it, it has got to be the final in the Olympics. Has got to be those two standing next to each other. Because I tell you what, uh, I heard a story about the girl in Jamaica. Uh, she went. Uh, you know, she's got kids and she got kids in school, and they were going to a school function, and um, the kids. They were going to have the moms were going to have a like a like a little uh, 30, 30, 50 yard race. You know, all the moms. OK, all the moms were going to have a sprint, you know, and uh, her daughter, her daughter goes, well, you're going to run. Right, mom, you're going to run. She goes, no, no, I'm not. I'm not going to be. Come on. You need to run it. You need to run it. So under pressure from her daughter, she enters that race. And it's like all the other moms go, oh, come on. Come on, really? Come on. You're not going to run in this razor. The, the fix was definitely put in. <laughs> they the referees it. were on vacation. <laughs> they showed that race, and she's wearing like, she's wearing like, you oh, know, a uh, little uh, camo, camo shorts and a, you know, a little tank top, you know, tennis shoes. You know, it's like, oh my God. 
The oh. only way they're going to be able to slow those women down is make them wear the big floppy shorts that they wear in basketball. Yeah. Well, you know, they have that one uh, sprinter too <laughs> from uh, the Netherlands, I believe she's from. I'm not sure. She's from Europe. And uh, she actually, the one uh, try, the one race I saw uh, earlier in the uh, uh, in summer, she she actually fell. She fell. She was catching everybody. Was that the girl? She fell. She, she fell on her face. Yeah, she fell. I mean, she fell hard. And they're going, well, she's done. She's done. She's not going to be ready. And she goes, no, I'm not done. That wasn't even my event. She's a hurdler. And she came out and she blew every, it's like when she crossed the finish line, they're going, where is everybody? She I mean, she goes, no, I'm not done. She did. And yeah, she's going to be something. To, she's going to be something to watch too. And they've got She'll some be of these a uh, short. For sure. They got some of these short distance, distance runners that, I mean, they sit in the back of the pack. These, these, they're sitting in the back of the pack and you're going, well, she's the, she's not going to win this race. She's not going to win this race. And then they hit the bell lap. Ding, 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 boom. I don't know where they find this extra gear from, but then they come from behind and then they, they win it by, you know. Or me, my it. own personal, or, my own personal, I would love to see Allison Felix come out of retirement uh, after the birth of her second child and just rolled her door. She is not coming back. She is no, she, she's not. She's she, my, she has given it up. She's my all-time favorite uh, women's runner, uh, that, that Felix. She is something, and is something else. Uh, she can run. She yeah. can run. These, these women were The four. energy of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I can... Uh, the only thing I can say, like about that Richards, what's her name? Richardson or Riches? Shakari. Yeah, her. The only thing I can say about her, whenever I see they're posting stuff on her on Instagram, all I can say is, this girl was born to run. She was running out of the womb. She was running out of the room. I mean, she is just some. But I, I, I Felix is. She's not coming back. She's not going to come back. She does. She has nothing to prove. She has nothing to prove because she came. She came back after her first child, remember, Doc? She came back after her first child and tore up the Olympics. You know, she tore them up. What did she win? Four medals? Yeah, she certainly did. The relay team was unstoppable. Yeah. You couldn't slow them down with a high-pressure water hose. You know, and I thought thought with the retirement of Usain Bolt, I thought, okay, well, there goes the Olympics. I mean, they're not going to really be fun to watch anymore because he was like the headliner. Everybody wanted to watch him run. And I'm going, well, he's not going to be there. So I guess the Olympics aren't going to be that exciting. And then the women all go, here, hold my beer. Hold my beer. We'll show you some stuff. Go ahead, Eric. Well, you know, with the Olympics, you know, not, a lot of the, 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 the Olympic stars, we, we get accustomed to seeing that, that. I mean, they can't stick around forever, so – they have to introduce us to a new generation because we know people like Jesse Owens and Florence Griffith Joyner, we know that sadly they're not with us anymore and, and not coming back. And then, and of course, and we know people like Michael Johnson and Gil Devers are, are, are at an age where the, you know, where they're not as young as they used to be. And right. they're having to mentor and groom like n- new, new, new people to come in and, um, and make names for themselves, you know, like in swimming, like Mark Spitz and Ian Thorpe and Michael Phelps and Natalie Coughlin, I mean, and Dara Torres, I mean, they had their, their day in the sun and now it's 
time, time for a new generation that they're mentoring and grooming. I haven't heard anything about. Cool. I haven't heard anything about about swimmers. You know, right. I haven't heard anybody about that's uh, stand out in swimming in the swimming events. The only one, well, you... the lady swimmer, that's still standing out in a bleed above the pack is Katie Ledecky. We call her the duck. The woman, the woman can't swim. You think when all the other ones, after 50 laps in a 50-meter pool, when everybody has had to climb out, she is still going back and forth. Want me to actually care about the Olympics? Have them running from random things like bullets or landmines. <laughs> what about the running? And then let me know how fast they are. Uh, uh, how about then, this, Russ? They make the running of the bulls. Uh, they make the running of the bulls a uh, Olympic event. Whoever yeah, can would, run yeah, with the bulls, you know, do. Well, fast, um, <laughs> you can run from point A to point B in three seconds, man. But how can you do it with a bull? Well, uh, um. <laughs> Well, you, you how fast can you go with a bull on your tail? Yeah, yeah. You see, you see me outrunning the bulls in that case. <laughs> go ahead, Eric. What were you going to say, buddy? Well, you know, and I think Kathy Lee Gifford was right about one thing. The reason why, you know, like uh, tanning is not an Olympic sport is because bronze is the darkest you can get. <laughs> and 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 you know why you should never ever ever trust a volleyball player with your drink because they might spike it. Oh, for crying out loud. There you go, Eric. That's a good one. That's a good one, man. Yeah. That's what we need. We need some <laughs> Too bad we don't have um, NASCAR in the Olympics. Yeah, why not? If they're going to have flag football, they might as well have NASCAR. Or or they might as well have ballroom dancing, and, and this could be like dancing with the Olympians. You might as well close it down. If they right. make that flag football with all the, with in the, the Olympics. All the rules they got in NASCAR now, it's just as fake as flag football is. <laughs> yeah, have, you seen, have you seen them pushing this NFL flag football game, uh, Russ? I mean, they are pushing it here in the Pacific North over here. I mean, I'm seeing it all. They are really pushing this flag football game. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I think the football is going in the wrong direction. They ought to start loosening up the rules. And let's uh, <clears throat> let it get back to some hammering down. I mean, you know, uh, anymore now, someone get a little bruise on their hand. Oh, my finger. I bruised my finger. We're going to set you out for the next couple of games. We what hope, to, we hope that like you have enjoyed. Roaming gladiators were nerf weapons, man. It just makes <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Nerf weapons. Yeah. We yeah. hope that you have truly enjoyed the world of sports as I see it from the one and only Dr. Man. Back Dr. to you. <laughs> Oh, Doc, you and I need to talk. You, you and I need to talk, and uh, you, we're gonna have a uh, the world of sports by Doctor Man. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be something there. Yeah, uh, I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was great. I know you had Shelby laughing. <laughs> we had Shelby, we were we were uh, busting guts, man. I mean, we were cracking up. That's that why was, I had to mute. <laughs> that was some good sports reporting right there, baby. You're not gonna get sports reports like that from anybody but Doctor Man. Yeah. In the flesh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that is some fun stuff right there. Hey, I hope you all enjoyed the show. Uh, people listening on the download, I hope you guys are enjoying it. We're having a blast. Uh, if anything, me and Shelby have. Me and Shelby's enjoyed it. <laughs> Eric has too, I think. I think Russ has enjoyed it. He's been kind of quiet today. But... Yeah, but um, <laughs> Russ is going to be picking up the conversation in a little under 10 minutes when he goes live with his lunchtime show. And I... No, he's got his um, True Crime Tuesday with Lucky Me at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. And then 
like um, and then like the universe show about 10 p.m. Eastern time this evening. Is that correct, Russ? Uh, it's a little quiet, Russ. Uh, Russ? <laughs> he had to take a pause for the calls. Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> return. What's up, man? Yeah, what's going on with your true crime story? Uh, tonight, the Virginia murders. Uh, me and Lucky Me, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, following that will be Across the Universe uh, with Ms. Aberrant. <clears throat> and uh, those are awesome shows. So be there. Check them out. I'm telling you, if you if you you know if you're not uh, if you're not watching any your TV shows and that in the evening and that kind of stuff, and uh, you're just kind of wondering what are you going to do, you need to tune in to Outside of Normal. Russ has got a bunch of great programming. His different uh, programs he's got. Every show is a little bit different, and you need to tune into it. The true crime ones are great. Uh, that uh, uh, manipulation of the mind series that he's doing is awesome. You need to check them out, and if you can't get to the if you can't get to the live shows, download them. He's got them available for you to download and listen to. I mean, like uh, Amber alluded to earlier in the show, this last one that he did with with uh, Ozman and talking about the uh, the the uh, conspiracy theory behind the uh, Cabbage Patch dolls. It'll blow your mind, man. It'll blow your mind. It's just something there. So make sure you check out. Oz does a heck of a job with it, man. Yeah. Oz does. Yeah, does. Oz has a good one too. The South uh, South Oz man, his show. Uh, yeah, and, and I mean, he's strange what's days. Really cool about these uh, series, man. I do the uh, manipulation of the minds usually. I'm the one who narrates that. But uh-huh. across the universe, I'm gonna have Aberrant doing that uh, with the uh, True Crime Tuesdays. I'm having Lucky Me kind of take the lead on that. So you get to hear other podcasters. Um, doing their thing in a uh, topic format, and uh, that's pretty cool too. That's it, man. You can't. You just. Uh, you just got some great talent, some great people, some great insight, and uh, they don't. They don't lax. I mean, they, these people are doing their research, man. They're great shows, so make sure you tune in and listen to all the programming that Russ has with Outside of Normal, man. I'm telling you, good stuff. Eric, there goes our theme song, man. It's up to you now. Take us home, Eric. Other than the Outside Normal family of podcasts, um, you also might want to be on lookout today for Lunch with Spanky from the Beats and Weenie Show, the Frankie D Show, and Caps when he does his chill show. And um, and be on lookout should Slightly Serious do, um, do, do an impromptu show this, this, this evening or any evening this week. Um, you know, he was on last night, so be looking forward to more of that. And then... Of course, the Wild Card Wednesday with, with Shelby tomorrow, which that should be a fun show. And, and of course, the, the Pulse Variety Show tomorrow evening after the Soccer 82 Alpha, 620 Patio, and the Potluck Podcast Gang wrap things up. Something else you wanted to say, Russ? Mountain Dew the Moon Pie. Oh, absolutely. Mountain Dew the Moon Hey, listen, go to our website, www.theoldmanspodcast.com. Dot com. Get in there. Leave us a review. Hit the review tab and uh, write us a review. Let us know what you think. I had to reject one yesterday because they gave me a five-star review, and then he started telling us about insurance. Like, no, no, we're not selling insurance here. Bye. You know, thanks for the five-star, but I'm not going to post your sale pitch. Um, but give us a review. Let us know what you think of the show. And remember, you can listen to us on the download. First off, on Podbean. Go to Podbean and listen to us. 
You can listen to us on Feedspot. We're in the top 100 of the family-friendly podcasts there. In the uh, Check us out on Feedspot, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. I understand Google Podcasts is going away. They're doing away with Google Podcasts. I'm not sure. Really? Yeah. Pandora, iHeartRadio. Uh, check us out. Give us a download. Give us a like. Give us a follow. And uh, just have a great, great day. Uh, we're, uh, Jay Baby, if you're still here and you're listening, be safe. Be safe going home. We want you home safe and, ma- safe and sound. And uh, she said that, yes, she would come on and tell us about what was going on in Oklahoma. I know that would be interesting for you, Shelby, because you want to yes. try to get you out in on that show, too. Yes. That'd be a lot of fun. I'm yeah. applying next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I want to just thank everybody. Sue, thanks for coming in. Paul, Shep, thanks for tuning in. Abrant, thanks for all your Today's in History. We appreciate them. Mr. T, Miss Dixie, thanks for being here. Robert, thanks for being here. Marley, my man, thank you, brother. Thank you for being here. Cindy, thank you for being here. We appreciate it, all of you. And, of course, our navigators that were here today. Amber May, check out Amber May's podcast. A lot of great information. If, you're, if politics is your thing, Check out Amber May's podcast. Check out her show. Follow her on Facebook and uh, check out her webpage and get on her email list. And, of course, thank you, Dr. Man. Thanks for the sports. Russ, thanks for being here, buddy. Thanks for helping us get to the show. And thanks, Shelby. Thanks, darling. You're welcome, darling. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck are you laughing at, Mr. Dr. Man? Yeah, dog. Back off, Shelby. You back off, Shelby. <laughs> and that ends it up today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we hope that you have truly enjoyed another delicious Strange show. Strange welcome. We're wrapping it up. From the old one, the decrepit one, the most incomparable old man. Tune in again tomorrow for more laughs and giggles. And you may learn something before it's all over. All right. Well, with that being said, we're out of here. Thanks, Doc. (laughs) All right, everybody. We're out of here. We're going to let Amber May's little, uh, her son, Philip, close us up. And then we're going to say later, Gator, and get out of here. Philip, what do you got to say there, buddy? Hi, I'm Philip. And you're listening to the Old Man's Podcast on Podbean. Later, Gator. Later, Gators. We're out of here. Thanks a lot. We'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget tomorrow, Wild Card Wednesday. Who's dealing the cards? Shelby Jack. Shelby Absolutely. Jack. Oh, no. Not, oh, no. Oh, oh. Later, Gators. Oh, it'll be it'll be fun, Doc. Later, Gators. See you around, Pod Later, Gators. Later, Gators. <laughs> Bye. Oh.